and we're live. Live on Junkhead, we've got Parker and Z. Man, we're chilling in the fucking crib right up here in fucking Cincinnati. You guys came up for the weekend. We're like, man, we're going to chill with the boy, see what's up. Had to do it. First time in Ohio. Oh. Ever. (laughs) I promise. Make sure you get the mic when we... First time in Ohio. (laughs) Yeah, same here. So that that was Parker there first, and then uh, Z uh, second. Uh, it's kind of cool. It's kind of nice to have both of you gentlemen up here. We get to do a live podcast, um, and uh, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna drop something fun. Um, you know, for you know, we like to watch crazy things on this podcast and do silly stuff. So, for the listener, if you want to check out Farmesthetic, P H A R M E S T H E T I C S on Instagram, you can kind of check out what we're looking at. Um. This is kind of fun, and I think this is a great lesson in sometimes things happen for an accident, people don't intend them for what they're going to be, and you end up with something that's just truly wonderful. (laughs) So for the audience's reference, it's a box of like some kind of medical equipment, (laughs) and it is definitely called the scenic sheet. (laughs) I have no idea what it is. It says something antiviral. I, well, I would fucking hope with the semen sheet. <laughs> and I also, what I love about this, again, they don't know what they're doing. They have no idea what they just said. First thing that you see in the ad, keep out of reach of children. <laughs> yes, I will definitely keep the semen sheets out of yeah. children's reach. Mm-hmm. You you can't beat stuff like this. My kid's really fat, so I don't I don't really want him uh, eating semen sheet too. It, it yeah, it wouldn't be good for his health, honestly. Dude, I I'm just gonna start holding my microphone over too, just so it looks like you're like in, speaking <laughs> from the. Well, you just stand in the middle, and it just looks like you're like a politician in front right, of like right. those thirty microphones. Like, um, Mr. Jordan, tell us. How did Charles Barkley keep you in a stranglehold in the playoffs? Do I talk in this mic or this mic? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Um, I mean, I guess guess we could do it. I I thought about bringing out the, I have a Heil Hitler arm, like the little, like, mic stand thing that I use. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... This is kind of intimate right here. I don't know, man. What do you think? I feel like we're bonding, David. This is true. That's what I... Yeah, I agree. Plus, we just checked out semen sheets, so we're getting close. This is actually, like... This is very anxiety-relieving. Something about the warning labels and a language you don't understand. It's like... (laughs) I feel feel very at peace. Well, and, and, like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but what is... And I, and I think it might be like they're like corporate branding. But what is Antiris? <laughs> like, that, that, I hope that's not a medical term because that feels like somebody in a corporate boardroom, like, I got something. 
like I, I, I think I, dude, I got the, I got what yeah, we're yeah, gonna yeah. lead off with right here. That sounds like it sounds like fucking branding, like a new fashion label or Enterus. <laughs> <laughs> the font too, that man. This this is some real corporate shit. And for the record, it's like Chinese too. Right, right. Because like you can go to like you can go to this. And I mean, I uh, I don't know what this. I don't know what this stuff is. Thirty-three thousand yen. <laughs> Semen. <laughs> High potency. What the hell is that? I love these medical labels. Man, that that's some good semen. <laughs> hell yeah, brother! It's for it. It is for after a stimulating medical procedure that artificially <laughs> damages skin, plastic surgery, laser treatment, MTS, decortication, decortication. I don't know what that word is. I can barely say it. That's so dehumanizing. Like we're decorating your body and your insides. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Christmas tree. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know about this company. I don't know about Siemens Old. Yeah. Dude. And like the, the, the combining of words as your branding strategy is just started off like kind of like eh, whatever. But now that I see it so much more in their advertisement, it's just yeah. like you guys are fucking terrifying. Like pharmacetic like what the fuck like a pharmacy aesthetic like that's so weird yeah. oh my god and I, I i oh oh shit we felt the need to study people's skin today in comparison to people's skin in the past compared to the past <laughs> We we now use too many skin project products and pr subject ourselves to excessive skin care regimens. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this may help the skin appear healthy on the outside, but in doing so, we are taking away the immunity and self-healing power of our skin. This is no different than using antibiotics constantly. So it's basically saying, like, we're using too many chemicals on our skin, and it's fucking away. Like, man, I really don't like the fact that they use the word immunity. Like, that's a little yeah. heavy. Like, um, but <laughs> and the self-healing, self-healing. But I guess it does. I guess it does. I don't know. But oh my god, this is so. So that's exactly what it was. It's like if you get like. It's no wonder that skin procedures and skin surgeries end up causing more damage to the skin in the long run. Our skin ends up becoming unhealthy. Because of this, we now experience more complex skin problems. So they're a Chinese pharmaceutical company that researches products that help make your skin look healthier after plastic surgery or some kind of like damage to it. To be clear, this drug is not good for you. It just makes your skin look better. It's still going to be extremely unhealthy. Yeah. As a matter of fact. <laughs> Dude, they say it in the ad. <laughs> Con is a complex product in many ways. Like, 
That means poison. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <it's over poison. laughs> like, dude, this is beautiful. Like, I, I, I'm so glad we brought this up on the pod. This oh, is some good stuff here. Holy shit! There is, there's. I mean, it's just so much to take in <laughs> with all of this. Okay, I want to go back. All right, so. They've got all... It's very Squarespace-esque oh, website. Yeah. We'll X out of this. Okay. Well, I guess we can't click that link. Maybe not. Did it just freeze? Better not have froze. Okay. What the hell is that called? Philogram. <laughs> so we got Philogram up. Apparently has a time when you're allowed to put it on. <laughs> Looks to be like 6 p.m. at night to midnight, which is yeah. <laughs> like, wow, they really did aim it at people who are coming home from work and got to take care of the face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some fucking coked out business person oh, is yeah. just like, oh, I just got done finishing up Born Legacy 43. Now I gotta rub my skin with this radioactive compound. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's so good. It's got uranium 238 in it. It's the same shit as in the atomic bomb. <laughs> oh, so this is this is just the same uh, little. Did it also say <laughs> it's a complex product? Yep. Still says, it still says this is a very complex product. The most important thing here <laughs> is to understand the f skin features in people of different races, genders, and age groups. You Chinese motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> what are you guys up to? And like, look, I'm not trying to get canceled because I just said you Chinese motherfuckers, but that's scary as shit. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are they like in a laboratory? Like, I... I'm not gonna do a voice, yeah, but don't, like, don't, don't do the. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but like, he's just in the lab, and he's just like, "Well, I wonder what this cream does to American black guy. Rub it on him. Rub it, rub it, rub it on him. Oh shit! Yeah. It burns their skin. Try the Indians. Try the Indians. No, 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 no. Dot not feather. And you're like, like, <laughs> 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 like, like <laughs> all right, you can vote. Fuck it. It's like, close enough. <laughs> well, and and like to give a real life situation, like you know, shout out to the Chinese government for putting like what is it like over a million Muslims <laughs> in concentration camps over the last like five years. You guys, you guys know what's up. You guys know what's uh, naughty, naughty. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> real. Actually, speaking of China, to kind of you know stay in this realm, but still kind of talk about it or pivot off it a little bit. I, one of my favorite things about them is they don't teach their uh, citizens about Tiananmen Square. <laughs> oh. They just don't say anything. They a little educational gap for you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he just yeah. fucking. Why is like four pages of the history book got big black boxes <laughs> all over it? Don't worry about it. We're just gonna move to the next section. You get an A for that. Like, holy shit! Little Timmy doesn't need to know about his history. He can sit this one out. <laughs> Dude, okay. Um, 
we can, we can cut this uh, if we want, but like I've actually have been like low key and pr- practicing a Japanese person impression. Cause like I used to, I used to live in. Most people don't know this, but like Columbus has like a really, uh, like all the I don't want to say all, but a lot of the Asians in Ohio end up in like Columbus. Uh, they just seem to like the city. I don't know. Um, hilarious example. I used to get uh, uh, Italian subs from a place called Portofino's, which was owned by a Vietnamese dude. It's awesome. Made great stuff, but like you just walk in and he's just like. It's not who I expected. Like, um, but I've been, like, practicing and, like, what I love, because, like, Japanese is just much more, like, I'm going sukuru, Like, it's much more deeper stereotyping, obviously horrible. Don't do this in public, people. Um, but uh, what I like about the Chinese accent is it almost has, like, a tonal vocabulary that's similar to uh, like African tribal languages, but it's like still like an Asiatic language. So it's like, and you're like, shit sounds, shit sounds like comic book sound effects. Bam, pow, wow. Yeah, yeah, dude. It sounds like all the things that you like when you hit like 365 in like the keyboard, like different instrument setting. It's like, Look, I've been writing for fucking uh, Nick DiPaolo for the last couple of weeks, so my stuff's going to get real racist. (laughs) Dude, uh, dude, imagine, like, Nick DiPaolo, like, like running, like, Cartoon Network, but, like, now or even in the 90s, he's just like... Yeah, so it's uh, the Powder Puff Girls, but they're getting fucked by a couple of black guys. A couple of these Black Lives Matter dudes comes around, and one in Tifa, he's there. He's fucking her in the ass. <laughs> Powder Puff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's Dexter's lab, but he's not a fucking queer. <laughs> Shame so is Doug. He's not a homo this time. Yeah, he actually fucks Patty Mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah. I know it's crazy. You thought that was a dyke, but it's not. He actually gets the fuck that brought. <laughs> just like, uh, just like a, a, a fucking, like a deleted scene of like the Doug, Nick DiPaolo Doug. And he's just like, yeah, Skeeter, I'm really upset. Fucking turns out Patty's a fucking dyke. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me fucking blue balls. <laughs> uh, the one thing I'm glad is you're not a nigger, right, Skeeter? <laughs> Skeeter's eyes get really big. <laughs> <laughs> what would, uh, what would uh, Nick DiPaolo think of Rugrats? <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So it's just like. Yeah, we got a couple of babies there, and one of them looks like a fucking Jew. That's the Chucky kid. He looks like a fucking Jew. He's got Jew parents. That's what he is. Tommy might be a Jew, too. It's just Jews. It's just the Upper East Side of New York. Right. Uh. <laughs> oh, shit.
I want to see Nick DiPaolo on every cartoon that's ever. I want to see Nick DiPaolo just comment on all the major cartoons one by one. <laughs> what do you think of Invader Zim, Nick DiPaolo? <laughs> it's this fucking green guy. He's a fucking ass. Like, <laughs> what do you think of Samurai Jack? Oh, it's a fucking guy that's really sappy about his life, and so he kills people. He's a fucking homo. <laughs> That's a very I, I for the podcast listeners I do like Samurai Jack I don't want anybody like coming at me about that. But the Powder Puff Girls can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of pro lesbian. <laughs> I was watching the show and I was like, if I wanted to see three annoying dykes, I'd go back to the seventies and watch Charlie's Angels. <laughs> And one monkey's a Jew. <laughs> Bojo Bofobo. He's wearing a goddamn yarmulke. <laughs> Dude, uh, speaking of, um, shout out to the podcast listeners and also to you, gentlemen. If you want just one of the most, uh, like, honestly, one of the greatest rock and roll interviews of all time is uh, Lester Bangs and. Lou Reed in the 1970s because they hated each other. What group uh, did Lester frontman? Lester didn't. Lester was a journalist for uh, oh. the Rolling Stone or Rolling Stone. Ooh, Rolling Rolling Stone back then. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So it was two icons kind of coming at right. each other and like, oh, I mean, they would like Lester would like make fun of Lou Reed for like his drug problems and shit like that and. Like, one of the pivotal points is, like, he finally gets Lou Reed to take off his sunglasses, and he just, like, you just see these beady copper eyes full of despair and depression, as if the man behind them is just as lost as the things that are in front, and you're just like, Jesus Christ, yeah. dude. Oof. Yeah, it's, it's, it's saucy as fuck, but it's good. If you uh, also want to see two icons go at it, make sure you listen to Junkheads and Tifa OnlyFans. Oh my god. It's a very unique episode of Junkhead. Highly recommend it. Thank you for the plug, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. I fucking... I, I still... I think that and like... Honestly, dude, I want to say this on the pod too. Um... I appreciate the compliment so much about the solo cast. I was so fucking nervous to yeah. do that shit, man. And, like, I'm still, like, not 100% confident, but I think, like, it was a good first one. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, all things considered. Just talking about, like, various atrocities this country has gotten away with, and it, it was somehow very, like... It, like, it, it wasn't stressful. It, it was... It, you, you kept the vibe chill, but still, I was... I was being educated on some of this country's actions. I appreciate that. Go ahead, Z. Look, I hear about to say something. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering, um, like for like solo cast. I don't mean to derail the conversation too much, but you like, could, man. Uh, I've been meaning to do that myself. But like, how do you keep the flow going? Like, how do you not? Whereas it's like we're, when you're in a group, you can kind of like bounce off each other and so on and so forth. But like with when you're by yourself, like you have to, so you have to be more conscious about like the, your flow, how you're talking, so on and so forth. So like, what what are the, like the things you do to keep that going? So one thing that I did that really, really, really helped me is 
with this, uh, you know, we're just kind of talking into the mics, and that's pretty straightforward. But when I did the solo cast, I plugged directly into my computer, and I opened up Audacity and was, like, recording on the spot. So I could see my vocal takes on the computer. And it kind of, like, it... The best way I can describe it is that it allowed me to see my words in front of me in real time. And I could, because I will go on record, and like this is why I, I'm trying to give myself a big ups about it. One take. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty happy about that. And I just seeing the speech in front of me through the audio bubbles and seeing like hearing it in my headphones uh really kind of helped me because like i could be like okay like i need to like i can't pause too long or there's going to be too long of a gap but another thing is is like little behind the scenes of like how creativity works audience but i have some folks that who do create so it's not going to surprise you but I only recorded one take, but I ran through a lot of that in my head for a while. And really kind of... Because, like, I don't really write down stuff, like, to the T. I'll write down, like, big points. Like, actually, here. I'll show you what I wrote. <laughs> And it's uh, it's it's more than what I usually do, but it is like not that much. You can definitely tell spots where like I broke off of it and just kind of started to do. So, so this 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 will like keep you on track, but also not restrict you to a T. Yeah. Yeah. And this is, I mean, it's its nothing too long. It's like maybe two-thirds of a page. It's just like a loot. It's not even really a script, more of just like outlining paragraphs of what information that I, you know, want to get across. And I try, I try to go through it as much as I can and eliminate anything that I really don't want to say. So I'm not doing that while I'm recording. But other than that, it's just kind of like, Okay, I want to say this in this paragraph, so I will riff that out and kind of, excuse me, excuse me, but I'll riff that out and kind of go with it. And I just, I just started flowing, and I noticed after I got through like the second one, I was like, this, this is pretty. I'm not doing bad, like from what it seems like, I'm not doing terrible. So I just went through the take, and then I'll be honest, like I didn't want to edit it really at all. And I wanted to just, like, put it out, like, one take nude as fuck. And pretty happy with it, honestly. And, like, it seems to, it seems like the folks who have listened to it appreciate it. Sick, sick. It's good to hear. I've got to be sure to listen to it. You would, you would dig it, man. Like, there's some, there's some cool stuff on there and, like, I was trying to channel, like, a little bit of Stuart Lee, a little bit of Bill Hicks, and a little bit of Tim Dillon. Nice. Like, kind of all those guys kind of mixed in there. And I think I did a decent job of kind of doing that, but also 
sounding like me and not just like, you know, speaking in somebody else's voice. Yeah, man. Uh, solo casting is uh, is a great exercise in, in self-confidence as well, just in performing. That goes with any art form. Doing doing something that's normally done with more than one person, trying it to do by yourself, it's just like, it's pushing yourself. How much, am I, how, how much of this craft do I know to where I can just roll with it? It's true, man. I, I, I try, because I, I do the music kind of in a similar way, because I'm so used to writing... Like, I've definitely collaborated with, like, you know, in bands and stuff like that and made stuff with people, but I'm also, like, very much like a bedroom-dwelling, like, music person who's just kind of making it in their lab and, like, that that ability to connect with the material and to kind of run with it in those moments to where you're not, like, second-guessing yourself mid... Because, like... One of the big things that I stress with, like, creativity is for as much as, like, creatives really try to not act like it's anything like sports, you're basically teaching yourself on whatever instrument that it is that when you use that instrument, you are not thinking when you're using it. You're just reacting. That's what football drills are. That's what basketball drills are. You know, those guys aren't out there, you know, I'm going to move this arm here and then dunk. And, like, they just do it. They just do it. And that's, like, I that's why I like improv. But that's, like, also even beyond improv, just, like, the actual creative, my creative process. Like, I, like, fucking Steve Albini, I just read, like, a little quote from him. And it was, like if it takes more than seven takes or if it takes more than seven days to finish recording your record, you're fucking up. <laughs> yeah. And it's true. And even with improv, like improv, sometimes when I've done improv, it's even more autopilot than like script acting. Cause it's that, it's that when you're stage acting, you you have to trust in yourself and also your ability to deliver those lines that someone else wrote both improv. It's all one and the same. So you're just like, Boom. It's out there. It's true. I, I like... I like things that have as little, like, interference from, like, the brain's, like, thoughts to, like, final product or at least, like, a product that somebody can enjoy. That's why I like this podcast. And, I mean... Shit, dude. We, uh... We kill people on the pod, you know, we uh, sell people into slavery on the pod. I lost my virginity on the pod. Fucking Parker lost his virginity on the pod. Fucking, um, I mean, I got his buddy to do that Antifa OnlyFans, which, Kurt, if you're listening to this, I'm still waiting for those picks. I better see that fucking dick, bro. I'm not fucking kidding. I'm Full serious. frontal. Yeah. Level 5 scrotum, bro. <laughs> Let me see that meat, okay? Deliver. Please. I, I know we haven't met, but hey, I'm open. Girth, length, I don't give a shit. Testies, show it. <laughs> Love yourself, dude. Like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? 
Come on. Yeah, at this point, it's a reflection on your character. I hate Seriously? to say it. Seriously, let me see that cock. Yeah, bro. Shit. Yeah. Dude. Honestly, I think you're not packing. Are are, are you not packing, bud? Got sm- small one? <laughs> Amazon Prime value meal type package? I don't know what that is. A, a mixture of fast food, mixture of the current times market. I don't know. But I know I want to see that meat. Now. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I wish like our only word for penis was meat. <laughs> there was no other. No, no, you can't say dick, cock, anything. It's just meat. Or... Let me check out that meat, bro. <laughs> you say with sincerity. You say with sincerity. You actually deeply mean it for your friendship. Hey, hey, bro, bro. Your dad told me to check out your meat. <laughs> <laughs> Just giving it like Oscar line, like yeah, Oscar yeah, yeah, reads yeah. and shit. Like, <laughs> I went to Maryland. I wanted to see your <laughs> Christopher Walken delivering like a true romance, but just about meat. Think about meats. <laughs> 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 oh, meets alliance. <laughs> meets got thirty-two tails. Another meets got seventeen. My father, he was the grand champion of me. <laughs> Someone, uh, someone listening, see if Christopher Walken's doing like cameos or some shit like that now, and we could just write him a little meat script to read. <laughs> that would be so worth it, dude. <laughs> and Sicilians have the best meat. <laughs> uh, uh. Thirty-two meat. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking Dennis Hopper. The Moors were meats. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Sicilians are meats. <laughs> Man, that was. Uh, w- shout out to being both horrifyingly racist and exceptionally awesome speech in that movie. Like, I mean. And I, I actually read about it. It's so funny you brought that up because I watched it recently. <laughs> I watched it recently, too. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fucking. Did you know that, like, I mean, obviously, like, Tarantino wrote the script, but, like, that spe- scene specifically, he was, like, hanging out with, like, a Sicilian dude, and he just said all that shit, and Quentin was just, like, just started writing. Hey, go, go slower, slower. Hold on. I'm getting it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Yo, Chris. Christopher, I've got it. I've got it. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, just super happy. That, like the guy didn't even say. He only said like the N word once, but he's like, we can sprinkle a few more in there. <laughs> Go full Django. <laughs> <laughs> Needs more mention of meats. <laughs> oh, dude, that is fucking amazing. <laughs> 
I want like if you're a screenwriter like Tarantino, it must be like because like he wrote some of his best monologues when he was still kind of on the come up. So I'm wondering like when you're old, older in that career and known to be so good at it, if it's like, okay, I'm writing a new slave movie, time for another monologue, or if it's like he has a passion. If it's it's sort of like um. Someone with, like, a very specific skill that has a lot of expectation. Like, after a while, is that just like, oh, shit, another one of these? Yeah, no, that, that is, like, a really good question. Because, or, well, I, I guess question, but, like, especially with, like, big-time, you know, like, I'll use filmmakers, you know, like Tarantino, like... Like, like, does, like, Scorsese, like, to give another example, does, like, Scorsese, like, does he feel like he just has to turn out, like, like, those, like, gangster flicks and stuff like that, or does he just have, like, enough, like, creative identity to where he's like, well, I know I can do whatever the fuck I want, and, like, I'll give you, what I love about Scorsese is it's, like, gangster movie, something about a rock band in the 70s, gangster movie, Leonardo DiCaprio doing something. Yeah. <laughs> in one year it was like gangst one decade it was like gangster movie, children's film, war movie. <laughs> yeah, cuz like he went from like what was it like Hugo, Hugo into like Hugo's a great movie by the way. It's really if you're a film nerd, you'll like Hugo. Uh Hugo's not bad. I surprising Surprisingly uh, underrated. Yeah. Uh, shout out Sasha Baron Cohen, I believe, has a written role in that one. Yeah. yeah. Is that it bumbling tall dude? Yeah. Dude, that's uh, Sasha. If you're listening, please come on the pod. We'd love to have you, man. Talk about your methods, exchange words, and gay sex. <laughs> if you're interested, I don't mean to push. Sasha you. wouldn't be opposed. Uh, you saw Bruno, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah, I, uh... Talk about a real fucking G, man. Like, that... Uh, shout out to the listeners. Go watch the new Borat movie. I mean, that shit was funny as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, he's one of the few guys out there who... Maybe even gets bigger balls the older and more famous he gets. Most people's balls shrink. They start. We were talking earlier about how people sell out. His balls just get. They're just inflating as he gets older. He's gonna have elephantitis in like ten years. I swear <laughs> to God. Like some of the shit he does in Borat too. You have to like. He really just just is a f- full performer at this point. There is not an ounce of like, you know. I'm just doing this for a paycheck. You would only do this if you love it. I, I really wonder what like. I, I it's a really dumb question, but like. The man behind the mask with Sacha Baron Cohen and like, because like I mean, he was Ali G for so long, and then he became Borat, and like I mean he was still doing Borat on the Ali G show, obviously, and uh, as well as I think he was doing Bruno on there too, right? Yes. Um. But uh. Yeah, he, I mean, like, the guy literally hasn't been himself for, like, 20 years now. 
and it's kind of fucking wild. But still owning it. Like, not, like, breaking apart. Or Does Sasha do interviews where he's not in character? Because I don't know if I've seen one. I, I don't think so either. Like, one of my favorites is him with, like, Patrice O'Neal back in, like, 2006. <laughs> that shit was pretty awesome. Rest in peace to a true one. Yes. Sasha is uh, definitely one of the most fascinating entertainers. Um, and no one's been able to really do what he does as well as he does. Um I don't know how you guys even feel about that genre of comedy. I feel like it can go very unfunny very quickly. Yeah. If done poorly. Yeah. Very much so. Because, like, you see people try to bite that style on, like, YouTube and Instagram, and it's just, like, you don't have the deft hand that he has for something like that. Yeah, it takes a lot of skill to, like, wrap around narrative, these goofy-ass pranks, and, like, a statement within, like, one film <clears throat> and have that be some sort of coherent piece of work. It's really fucking awesome. Yeah. He... he I, I And I love the fact... I mean, 14 years and just comes out and is fucking fire. Like, you know, I mean, like, not... not doesn't miss a beat, you know. I mean, it... I, and it's quick. It doesn't... Movie doesn't start out slow within the first five minutes. There's some really good fucking laughs. Like, it's a solid... Like, it's, it, in a way, like, it really, like, made me hopeful for movies again. Because it was, like, not saying there was, like, just bad films out, but, like, <laughs> there was, like, some real hit and miss there for a while. And, like, it's good to see something, like, that inspired and that, like, well-crafted. Um... In your guys' opinion, what do you think is, like, one of the top mistakes these people who think they can do prank, man-on-the-street, Sasha Baron Cohen-style comedy is? Like, what do you think is the thing they're like, yeah, if you miss this, you, you, this isn't for you. you. You can't pull this off. Do you want to go first, C? Um, I think part of it, especially with these YouTube comedians, is just they rely on being, like, a huge dick without, like, the cleverness that you see in like Borat where it's just uh, I don't know it's just like oh, hey dude yeah fuck you you know or like he's pick, like picking on some homeless dude for no reason and it's just like dude you're, you're just you're just an, uh, an asshole and I think that's like they, they prioritize being an asshole over like some sort of like over comedic timing or just with, with just not considering everything else that goes into good works like that with, with like Borat and stuff I 100% agree. Like, it, it's like none of the skill, but like four times the meanness. Yeah. And it's just like, you're just being shitty to people and filming it. Yeah. And like, some of that stuff, like, gives me, it doesn't even give me, like, like, I see the them trying to be influenced by Borat, but I also see that, like, in reality, they're landing in a much more, like, bum fights kind of vibe and it's like that that's not good dude that shit was <laughs> awful back in the day like, yeah <laughs> i know it's funny for us to laugh about it uh, now yeah. but it's like yeah when it was happening it was horrid like it's like it's like i honestly like in a weird way like i don't want to say the death of the innocence of america but like i think that and like 
9-11 and like a few other things for our generation was like the moment where it was like oh oh yeah this this is just awful here people were terrible <laughs> like do you remember the in like bum fights do you remember the Steve <laughs> Irwin character yeah I do that's that's terrifying like that Jesus Christ dude and on that note, I've got some Steve Irwin outfits we can all put on. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, that... I was also thinking about CKY back in the day. CKY? CKY? Did you ever see that? CKY? Yeah. That is... That was the precursor to Jackass. And it was, it was like Bam Margera, because like what happened was is Bam Margera and his crew were like making films and that was the CKY videos. And it was like a mixture of like jackass style pranks and then Bam was obviously like a huge skateboarder. So there was like a shit ton of like skateboarding vids and stuff like that. And then the little fucker would like mix in sex tapes with his girlfriend <laughs> so you'd just be watching and then it would just cut to him getting his dick sucked in a car like he he inspired a whole wave of like skateboarder dudes like I saw one of my friends in Springfield I am not going to give this girl's name out do not fucking ask but I saw her get dick the fuck down on a skate video like mm. As, like, she was, like, over 18, so, like, it's not, like, anything in city, it's, like, as far as that vibe, but, yeah, it was, like, her boyfriend was, like, a BMX dude, like, uh, and he was, like, kind of popular, and, yeah, like, the, the BMX, like, he put out, like, a BMX video, and, like, it hard cut in the middle of it to, like, her getting railed out doggy style. I was just like, oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. But, yeah, CKY was, like, the precursor to all of that shit. That's why, like, Bam does have, like, a little bit of clout is because he legitimately started that, like, whole vibe. Yeah. That's, that's great. You just put, like, all your greatest skills in one video. It's like, here's some of my music. Here's some of my skating. Here's some of my, my pranking. Oh, and, and, and here's uh, Britney's vagina. <laughs> Pretty much, dude. Like, th there's like, there was one where, like, it cuts, and it's just, like, his girlfriend driving the car, and he just, like, pulls her skirt up and just starts fingering her pussy while she's driving. And it's just, like, okay, uh, <laughs> all right. Where did one acquire these, these tapes, these VHSs back in the day? So this was in the time of gas station stuff. So these were like the original this and bum fights were like the original <laughs> like gas station and like uh video store counter like uh purchases that got big in America. And I, I found out about CKY through a friend. I my folks weren't that's not their world at all but like i had a buddy who's like dad was just kind of like cool guy or whatever and like i went over to his house one day and we watched like i think it was like cky2 or something like that but i mean they were funny i mean like there was like a hilarious recurring i think it was a recurring bit of like uh rob rob himself that dude they would get him to uh piss on an electrical fence and just like <laughs> fucking like fry the shit out of himself and like 
I'm just gonna type in CKY so I remember this. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 honestly, it's probably like cut down because of gratuitous sexual shit, but it might be on YouTube. But um, yeah, no, that was that was uh, cause like, I was talking about I was doing the podcast with my buddy from high school last night. And we were talking about, like, we didn't have, and, like, you guys know this, too, because you guys are close in the age that, you know, I'm in. But, like, we lived in a time where, like, cell phones weren't huge. It, like, became a thing. And in the, like, early 2000s, when I was, like, 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, you didn't have Facebook, MySpace, anything like that. So you just had all of that shit, like... It was just kind of off in the distance, you know, like it wasn't there. So we were just inspired by what was on TV and we were all watching Jackass. So we, like, it was so funny. They put that, like, disclaimer at the front of, like, the Jackass, like, do not try any of this stuff at home. That's all we did. Like, I remember we were talking about it last time with my buddy. We, and, like, me, Cody, my buddy Casey, and like, a couple other friends, would go down a long country road and practice like tuck and rolls out of a car at 30 mile an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no reason other than to just get hurt. Like, and like be excited to do it. Like, oh man, let's go smoke cigs and jump out of a car. Like, <laughs> like it's just, uh, it's a wild time. Have either of you guys seen Superhuman, uh, the YouTube channel now? No. Yeah, in, in, the, in the vein of like, things that just hurting yourself yeah it's this guy who his whole channel is himself doing physically harming stunts and he's only broken like a couple bones and fractures over the time if we have time we can look up a quick snippet his videos are only about 10 seconds but um yeah he and he's not he's not really a swell guy he's not he doesn't look like he's built too sturdy but he he goes out does these 10 second stunts and he, he uploads a lot and we're just wondering how is his body just not shredded cheese right now what's the uh, uh superhuman superhuman that's right ah. i need a jamie so bad <laughs> this guy yes um, oh he he's got two m's i like yeah, yeah. Um. Wow, he's doing reviews now. I wonder if something bad happened. Uh, go to uh, yeah, just videos, up top. And you like uh, most popular. Yeah, exactly. Most popular. Um, yeah, just check out a couple of these. <laughs> first impressions gentlemen first impressions oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i think that's a microwave that he hit and that and, and like this dude jumps off the front porch and tries to Flying elbow CM Punk style into the fucking microwave. <laughs> and that shit just is like, nah. It rejects him like just brick. Straight up brick. And I, I'm pretty sure he's going to need like Tommy John surgery to build his fucking elbow, dog. 
He is done. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's a break. That looks like a fucking break right there. Jesus Christ. Holy Big shit. Big break. Big break. Discolored. What a fool. <laughs> He's not a big guy at all. This guy's like 4'3. This guy is, is not really buff and he's he does this shit. <laughs> Before every stunt, every fall, fuck this shit without <laughs> fail every time. Fuck this shit. <laughs> what a guy. What a cool dude. I respect him, honestly. For, for real, man. God, he's about to jump on lights. Fucking lights. Dude, I have to. Okay, for the podcast listeners, I'm going to mic the sound of this yeah, so you yeah, can all yeah. hear this. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, dude. It's so beautiful. <laughs> you guys need to show this guy some YouTube love. His views don't even have like it barely hit a million like yeah. this man is dedicated. Super, superhuman, super, and then H U M M A N. The shit oh. is fucking beautiful. Could the last one be drinking a hot sauce and running into light tubes on? Shit, shit. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> I really like watching it in slow mo too. It's so beautiful. All right, he's drinking the hot sauce, and he's going to run into light tubes on a wooden fence. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, what a boss. Chug, 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 <laughs> Oh, God, chug. he's still drinking. Oh, oh my God. He's still drinking. <laughs> you can see it coursing through his stomach. Oh my! Burn <laughs> it! He's already screaming! Oh no! No! <laughs> oh, that's that's not even funny. He's brutally injured. <laughs> He's running away. 
<laughs> he's running away. <laughs> oh, is he going for another? Oh. He's doing it again. He's doing it again. No. <laughs> 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 he jumps into it. He know he's doing it again. No. This no. man's going for the triple, man. He's going for the triple double. Oh, fuck. He's running back to it. <clears throat> Lift off. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stay down, buddy. Yeah. It's over, man. Please. <laughs> Don't get up. Please. <laughs> Look at his rib, it's fucking cut his shit. His rib is over. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking crying. Oh, dude. Yeah, some of these, as, as soon as the camera cuts, he either passes out or starts bleeding profusely. Ah, <sighs> oh, that's what I call an artist right there. Oh, oh. Fuck this shit! <laughs> what do you think motivates a guy like that to hurt himself over and over? I don't even know, dude. It's I think I, th I think he realized the clout, and he's just he's chasing it like a fucking junkie, dude. Yeah. Hey, Junkhead listeners, hope you enjoyed that episode. We were super glad to record it. Um, unfortunately, we had an issue with our microphone, so the next section is recorded off of the camera microphone. It's a little bit lower quality, but there's still some good stuff in here. It's the last 20 minutes of the pod, and we close up with an absolute wonderful version of the outro that we usually do on the Junkhead pod. So you folks, I appreciate your patience for the technical difficulties. I love you more than anything in the world. Appreciate you. Leave the kitties over. I honestly should create an Instagram account for uh, those puppy accounts. Jesus, the way people monetize that. Use read it or push junk in. Yo, that's kind of awesome. Yo, but if you get the cat stands, we got a loyal fan base. Yeah, make it a mascot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shit. You can do some experimental art like with that, man. Just. <laughs> All right, I'm going to click it on. Um, we're back after having a lovely dinner from the Corinthian down the street. Mm -hmm. And uh, Rita's going to have her own Instagram now with an OnlyFans account. Um, you know, she wants to sell pussy pics, and that's her lifestyle choice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, it's been body change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, she doesn't pay for fucking rent any other oh, way. Right. It's about time she makes some goddamn money. Yeah. Earn your keep, okay? I am your dad, and I shall <laughs> make money off of you. Uh -huh. In a weird way, like, I run the OnlyFans account because obviously no thumbs. So, uh. Yes. But. <laughs> but, uh. Well, I'm like her pimp. It's yeah, kind of yeah, cool. Yeah. You're the pusher man. <laughs> I'm the pusher man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You got like uh dollar store cat glasses on with the star cutouts and shit. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god. So 
Were you about to say something? No, no, no. Well, I, I, we were gonna like do a little uh, close out of the pod. Um, did I ever like do the the question mode thing with you? Or like, I think I started that like after we started doing episodes together. But I don't think that I ever asked you guys the questions. Why don't you throw the question at us? Okay, yeah, so we, yeah. so we have no questions with you. Don't know if it's a specific. Style. It was like like if you ever sucked your own cock, that kind of stuff. I, I, yeah, that was the. Um, okay. Our first step. Okay. All right. So I did do that with you. Sorry for the podcast listeners. My fucking memory. You guys gotta shit. go back. It was a great episode. Yeah, that was a fun one. That was a, that was a long one too. Like yeah. every riffs were great with that shit. Yeah. Right out of the gate, smegma on the way. Smegma. Hell oh, yeah, tripping on your floors, your walls, your TVs, your laptop. Didn't watch it, please. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Sorry. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh shit. At what point? Never mind. I'm not gonna ask that question. That's how we. At what point? Like, what's what's your your tolerance for smegma? Is it like I see a couple specks? Ah, uh, or is it like, you know, I, I can deal with the smegma. Just kind of, just kind of close it up. Like this is. I'm gonna be mad real about the situation. I do not know, and maybe it's by my brain pushing out of my subconscious. But I don't know if I've ever seen it, like, live in person. It is uh, a sight to behold, a work of avant-garde art, if you will. I mean, according to all the pictures that I see online, it looks pretty fucking, uh, will you spectacular. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, it's like uh, the the man version of, like, you know, salmon, and you cook it, and, you know, it has a lot of stuff, yeah. You know, it's like a delicious meal, you know? Uh, yeah, it's great. Dude, I already didn't like fish. I think you just ruined it. <laughs> like, completely. Like, yeah. now, every time I see salmon, I'm just going to think of that exact bit. Fucking hell. Bro. Wait, it's going to turn. The color's turning. There's <laughs> uh, a, wing- a window when uh, smegma will go bad. A lot of people don't know if it's edible from, like, days. Five through seven. If you're after day eight, you're just absorbing yeast. You gotta turn into the fucking baker right then and there. <laughs> you got fucking you know? crud growing in your pussy. If you try and this magma too early, um, you'll get some some other things in your nostrils. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh my yeah. god! You're not shaming magma lovers. I drink magma. I'm drinking that shit right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, drink, drink real quick. There we go. He's chugging that fucking Tastes snake. like smegma. <laughs> it's like those those stereotypical, like, black, black cartoons where, you know, they're advertising the product. Get some avocado smegma. It's smegma rooted. Rub it up, rub it up. <laughs> that rules. Yeah. What do you? Uh, quick segue. What do you think of like those those animations? Like, do you think we're so far away from that level of racism we can just kind of watch it as like 
Wow, this is beautiful. I I I find a certain beauty in like Facebook racism and like just like kind of casual shit that like white people. Mostly white people, like, I, I don't see, like, the kind of, like, casual racism that you see in, like, white people with black people, because, by and large, like, y'all have to, like, get a fucking, like, you know, you live in mostly communities that are multi-ethnic, so, like, yeah. you're way more used to it. White communities are white communities. So, for me, it's just, like, the, the, like, we... They have like a way harder time of picking that shit up, so it just kind of goes by unnoticed. And then like, whereas like different types of folks are just like, no, I, wait, hold on, and just like point it out automatically. And that's a good thing. Like both are. Yeah. yeah. All I was gonna, I was, I was just listening. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had no response to that. That wisdom. Oh, I, I wish I was that smart to call it wisdom. Um, no, like, uh, well, I guess uh, for the closeout of the the pod, like, I mean, I, it's also it's it's really great that you guys came up and wanted to come chill and hang out. That's fucking sick. I mean, I uh, it's nice to have uh, homies come in and you know we get to write do a pod and uh, you know be supported and everything. Um, is there any any specific topic you gentlemen like wanted to bring up on the pod? Anything like that? Uh, nothing is coming to mind right now. Just you know, trying to let people know we are working on content, and when it comes out, it's going to be lovely. This is true. It is yeah. going to be fucking amazing. I cannot wait for. Yeah. I, I I mean, I it's going to be so good. It's going to be so fucking. Uh, I will show you the uh, the video I've got working actually Ooh, okay. um, for one of them. Um, but I mean, like, folks, keep an eye out. Check out. Uh, do your plug. Check me out, Provost underscore IRL on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, yeah, you gotta check out Fat Guy at like, Camera Angle. I'll, I'll, I'll have content soon, don't worry. Uh, yeah. Love you. <laughs> uh, you can feel the love in this motherfucker. We, 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 we had a good day today. We had some delicious pizza. Shout out Corinthian, you guys are great. Um, I, you know what, fine. You sponsored the pod by giving us delicious pizza. Oh, hell yeah. Um, Corinthian, official sponsor. Yeah. We were fucking Italian. Yeah. <laughs> 42 tails 42 tails fucking uh, <laughs> fucking goddamn I, I'm so happy that we like cause Z hadn't seen that before right yeah like we for the podcast listeners we got to drop the Sicilian speech uh, from True <laughs> Romance on Z and he, he rather enjoyed it it was a fun time um I also, like, I'm going to be ordering a box of semen sheet tonight. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dude, we, we'll talk about it off the pod, but, like, we should, like, in the Smegma universe, like, Smegma Syndicate, 
proud sponsor or like or Smegma Pharmaceuticals, so it's a division of Smegma Syndicate. Yeah, like, that shit would be. It fun sounds fun. like it warrants that kind of like almost clinical, you know, uh, pattern of speech. Something almost like super official corporate. I mean, we've already done some stuff uh, making fun of the corporate industry, so I feel like that that kind of you know stuff would uh, would be pretty unique, especially with the name. I, I agree. I, um, yeah, I, I just, I like, I like the mix of, like, really specific corporate language and then, like, <laughs> really chaotic imagery. Yeah. Um, you know, because, like, like, especially with, like, the filters and stuff that we put through, like, the videos, I mean, it just, it looks like, I mean, it looks like, a very very specific lens that like has a lot of different influences but it's definitely like I can say this with great pride it is our product it is something oh, yeah. that we created it's in our voice and I'm and I and the, the rest of these fine gentlemen here are super stoked to share it with it share it with you all if I can speak correctly <laughs> all sorts of ideas cooking this is true. Yeah. This is true. All right, gentlemen. Now all we need to do is get, uh, you know, yeah. Jacob. Uh, you guys don't know who Jacob... Uh, actually, guys, John K. listeners do know who Jacob is already, but I'm going to try to get a more full thing. He's an amazingly talented guy. Yeah, he's. I think he's on episode King COVID. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's him. Uh, fucking... Uh, Jacob's great. Uh, Stone from Memphis yeah. with fucking uh, serial killer episode. That's oh yeah, one. yeah. Um, uh, and the Wagoneer episode. Stones. Uh, next time he comes on, he'll probably be playing some more music for those. I know a few viewers said that live music was crunk. <laughs> Dude, they used the specific word crunk, and it was so fucking cool. It was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it was a guy who like literally looked like. Uh, little scrappy from like back in the day yeah. it's like dude i'm so glad you're a part of our listeners <laughs> <laughs> oh dude this this is, this is why I, this is why uh it's so great to share a comedic uh comedic, comedic yeah. hive mind with z and parker you guys are fucking excellent oh yeah i feel like we i feel like we all we've all been collaborating for way longer than we actually have I feel like this is like all our co- collective goals are all just kind of clicking at once. Honestly, I'll I want to I'll I it's kind of funny you brought that up because it's like it's so true and like I think that like I've often made the joke that being in a creative relationship with people is like having all the positive benefits of dating somebody without the one benefit of actually getting a fuck from time to time. So, like, you don't get the, like, oh, man, we got some stress built out. Well, let's go fucking tear it up. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> fuck it. It's just like, no, play the scale again. All right, I'll run the video through, you yeah. know? <laughs> um, but, like, I'm also, like... And I've struggled to find people to work with, and you like you find people who are like, okay, it feels like girlfriends you date, where it's like, okay, I can see where like 
we have connections here on these things, right. but there's like a separation here that's kind of preventing this from going to the next level. Yeah. With you guys, it just and, and I to both of you, it just it was just like like those like love stories where it's like, oh, we got married after like six months and then yeah. we were together for forty five years. Exactly. Like it's just like, yeah. oh, like. Like, we're all writing in the same tone. We oh, both, yeah. we, like, the whole group is literally coming together in this weird way with all of our different stories and backgrounds. And oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, just everything. Yeah. It's, it's literally insane that we had no idea who each other in our lives were, like, three months ago. Yeah. Like just thinking about that, I I mean you know I, I it was so cool I I sold them government secrets and that's how we got the comedy thing going <laughs> we were like got a lot to joke about about this place oh, yeah. um, to England yeah yeah <laughs> dude, <laughs> dude it would be so awesome to like go to England and then just tell people that we're gonna colonize comedy. <laughs> surprised no one surprised no one's done that yet. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Just showing up like we're up like in London just like Oh, I see we haven't planted a flag here yet. Yeah, yeah. This is ours. Fucking um, and just putting like the Betsy Ross American flag right on the stage right before you start your mic. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is America. Then I just kill myself wrapped in a flag. <laughs> That's true patriotism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Self sacrifice for our country. I say, I'll tell you what. Do not wrap him in the white sheet. He wants to be wrapped in the American flag when he's carried out. You goddamn brick bastards. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, boys. We uh, we ready to close this bad boy out? Out for now. We'll be back real soon. All right. It's kind of cool because we get to do this one in person. Y'all, I still prefer prefer Zoom with the invitations and you know extraneous details to invite your friends and the you know the, the glitchiness and the timer. I. I still prefer Zoom, honestly. This was, uh, this was, okay. Well, I was gonna say, like, let's, I'm honestly kind of fed up with Zoom just because, like, I, I, it's just getting so annoying. So, like, if we can, like, like, let's do, like, a three-way call the next time. Like, let's just fucking use Skype and see how it goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, worst case scenario, we can just, like, bend that episode and, you know, just hit bucket. Yeah. But, uh, no, we get to, more importantly, <laughs> we get to do one of these in oh, yeah. person. Take out the head. Yeah, you gotta get, 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 get the good, proper, junk hits loot. I'm out in the pasture, looking out over in the valley, Hudson. See, y'all thought that I was actually saying all this shit in the middle of Idaho, but in reality, I've been in New York City this entire goddamn time. That's why all those celebrities keep popping up. <laughs> but, I mean, 
shit, it is kind of weird being a cowboy here in New York City. Most people just think it's a gay thing. God, I'm beating more dick off me than a fucking black guy in Harlem. <laughs> Oh, folks, on that note, Joe Kid is out.